Hello, and welcome to the NPRD podcast with nurse practitioner and registered dietitian Robin Kivit. Eating disorders, body image, medicine, they are all interconnected. But with so many programs, techniques, and advice to choose from, it's easy to be overwhelmed. Robin, with more than 25 years of experience as a nurse practitioner and registered dietitian, offers help and hope for everyone, families, children, and adults. Along with veteran talk show host and good friend, Jordan Rich, Robin invites you to learn much more right here on the NPRD Podcast. Welcome. It's great to be with you and with Robin. NPRD is the name of the podcast, nurse practitioner, registered dietitian. That is who she is. And we've worked together for many, many years, and it's a a real pleasure and honor to be doing so again. Let's talk about body image, which is a huge topic, and you're dealing with it every day with patients and their families. What exactly do we mean when we say body image? I think the first thing I want to say in response is that body image is something that we did not talk about, or at least I didn't with my patients for a long time. Body image is how we feel about our body. It's getting comfortable with our bodies, and it's also learning and understanding that it's okay to be uncomfortable in our bodies at times. Bodies need respect. So that's one of the main things that we want to be aware of and learn in terms of of body image. Another thing that I like to talk about when I'm asked the question that you just asked me, what is body image, is body image changes. Mm. Now, I met you a long time ago, and I would say that my body has definitely changed between now and then because I'm older. And bodies change as we age. Bodies change depending on the type of movement. And by movement, I'm referencing exercise, but I'm using the word movement very carefully, purposefully, I guess. So learning and being accepting of how our bodies change, but yet always trying to be respectful, that's part of the definition. And of course, so much of this is based on the image that the media sort of portrays constantly on social media and in broadcast media and in newspapers and magazines. This is what you're supposed to look like at this age. Right. That's a big, big factor in all this, I would imagine. I sat with one of my patients, I would say now about five or six years ago, they were a female in a local college, and we were talking about taking pictures on social media because a lot of people don't like pictures of themselves. They they actually hate them. And that relates to their body image, right? What they feel and how they think about their body. And this person said back to me, she said, well, all of my friends Photoshop their pictures. And I, I felt like my jaw dropped or I wanted to fall out of my chair because so... What she was saying to me is that at 22 years old, all of her friends were changing their images of themselves before they put them on social media. So to your point, what we see is not often what is real. And I can't even tell you how much people want their bellies to look a certain way. Mm -hmm. Number one place that people have issues with their body and body image. Their their belly. Is the belly. Their belly. The old joke about uh, the 
fellow with the beer belly said, I worked hard to get this beer belly. Yeah, yeah. That's the joke. (laughs) But you know what? There's something to that, right? Because I I have had two babies. I made two babies in this body. So I have immense respect for my body because two little humans, one of them is now very big, grew inside me. Come on. There is so much there to have mm. respect. So, and and to that end, I would say body image changes. And I like to teach patients that body image changes week to week, day to day. Like how you feel about your body at seven o'clock on a Wednesday is probably going to be pretty different as opposed to maybe five o'clock on a Friday. And so a lot of the mindset around this and how we think and feel about body image is it's not our bodies, but it's our minds that perhaps then need to change. I don't know how many people are old enough to remember the funhouse mirrors when you went. Oh yes, I am. (laughs) I think, I think they still exist. I'm not sure, but I haven't seen one. But in those days, uh, this was well before the internet and selfies and all that. You only had the mirror at home, the mirror in the car, and maybe the funhouse mirror at the carnival. But there are so many, uh, new advances in technology where people's photos and visages appear and it's almost overkill sometimes. I don't want to keep looking at myself. Uh, Right. uh, I can see how that would affect a young person, all that pressure. Well, and not just a young person, but even grown-ups. I have immense respect for a woman who I'm hoping to have on our podcast at some point, or my podcast rather, because we've talked about and this is, again, a whole other topic, you know, kind of where are the medium people? Because you don't see a lot of medium people or, like, normal-sized people. And quite honestly, what is normal? Because bodies are so different. I think one of the things I want to say about body image as well is the scale does not measure your self-worth. That's perhaps a whole other topic as well. Mm -hmm. There are a couple of words that I encourage new patients, so I use this list in any new patient appointment, words to not use around nourishment or food, but also very, very clearly not to use around your body and body image. And these are good, bad, sorry, should, can't, healthy, clean, any form of dieting, and then any sort of new buzzword that's floating around that's, you know, like the sexy, follow this, don't eat this, don't eat that, eat this. Guess what the number one word is that somebody then says that they realize that they want to not say again? I I would venture a guess, but I'd want to hear you say it so I don't blow it. Because I'm smiling immensely at you because it's it's like it happens every time. Should. Ah, shoulda, woulda, coulda. Right. So I always say to people, patients, I say this to my kids, I and then they remind me to say it to myself, right? Try not to should on yourself. We don't want to, <laughs> right? A very wise woman taught me that. We don't want to should on our bodies. My body should do this. My body should do that. Your body's doing its best. Well, isn't it a work in progress when you really think about it? The idea that we are changing and we are evolving and aging and it's all part of the natural process, but a work in progress means there's no such thing as perfection. No perfection, <laughs> and our bodies are always doing their very best at every moment. If there's one thing I like to say, there's a lot of things I like to say in first appointments and ongoing appointments, but reminding ourselves and very specific to our bodies 
They're always doing their best for us. And this is why, in terms of body image, it's always helpful to have that respect backed towards our body. But this is a very challenging, difficult piece. In a lot of appointments, I'll say to patients, please give me three words that you might be able to use to describe your body image in this moment. Hmm. And I ask them not to use fine. I get fine a lot. Um, I think that sometimes I'll also ask them to use three short phrases. But do you want to play this game with me right now? I would be delighted. Okay, so three words to describe. How would you describe your body image in this moment? In this moment, with a birthday uh, straight ahead uh, as we record this, I would say, hmm, fit, wiry, athletic. Okay. So that's how you're identifying with your body in this moment. Do you feel like in your past, or and by your past I mean even today is Friday, so it could have been you know, maybe Wednesday or even last week or last month, would there have been different words to describe it? Um, full would have been a word because I, I had a recent uh, big anniversary dinner. And, yeah. um, uh, and maybe tired, does that, does that count? Tired totally counts. Okay, because, I mean, I work very, very hard and I love my work. And there, there are times when I, I'm ready to hit the pillow at 10 o'clock and I think to myself, I've put in a heck of a great day and I'm tired. Mm-hmm. It's a good thing. But uh, I see what you're saying. That's a very powerful thing. And is that a, a, an, an important key step in identifying your, not not maybe your actual body, what it really looks like to the world, but your impression of what your body is all about? It is. It's how you feel about your body because that helps us stay connected. Mm-hmm. And so if we're connected, then we understand more about our hunger and fullness, about what our body's telling us about what it needs from us. I want to go back to something you said. Uh, changes occur in body image almost day to day in some right. cases. Right. And you mentioned the example of seven o'clock in the morning as opposed to four o'clock in the afternoon. Uh, I know as a as a man when I see myself in the mirror at five p.m. Oh, it's time for another shave. <laughs> right. So okay. And so I'll I'll do, play the game myself. Right. Okay. For even today. Okay. So. Well, maybe, yeah, today. So this morning when I woke up, I was tired. Mm -hmm. I was hungry. But I was also feeling strong. And now it's sort of halfway through the day. And I am, my body feels energized. It feels, my muscles feel a little fatigued because I played tennis this morning. And I'm feeling hungry again because it's been a couple of hours and it's it's almost lunchtime. What's interesting to me is you're creating and hoping that you can help people create a better relationship with their bodies. In other words, it's not something to be feared or ignored or shamed. It's something to, in a sense, be proud of and fall in love with. And then you can nurture that body. Am I right? Yes, you're absolutely right. And I love the words that you used. I had another patient who's in recovery right now say to me that she really has fallen in love, your words, with her body and what it can do. And, you know, make no mistake, there are moments and days where she has, as body image does change, like an ounce of body angst or, 
you know, irritation. Yet for the most part, she's currently in a place where she really respects her body. One of the things that I worked on with her and another and another example, what's a very sh- short discussion on a big topic that thank goodness we're talking about now, kind of in general across the board is as body image. But but one of these things I like to encourage people to do is in terms of body image, try talking to yourself as you would your best friend. Mm. You wouldn't want your best friend to say, I hate my body. It's disgusting. Doesn't ever do what I want it to do. I'm so fat. Look at my belly. Everything's all wrong. That's so sad. Showing self-compassion and, and awareness. Uh, it's such a step forward for people when, you, when you're given that confidence and you can give it to yourself with the help of somebody like you prompting us. We can work with clinicians. We can work with family members. We can work with ourselves. It takes practice. Another thing that I like to say to people in terms of body image when we're up against really trying to learn what respect is for our bodies and that bodies changes, we learn these messages from such a young age. And so if we're taught that body hate is acceptable and that you know, disrespect for the body is is really a thing, then we have to unlearn that. And sometimes that can take a long time. It can take years. Mm. There's a lot of material here that we just sort of skirted over in general, but uh, so much more we can get into and so much more you do get into when you're dealing with patients on a daily basis. And I wanted to say that, you know, a couple of years ago, I was privileged to be a part of a body image workshop for clinicians by Marcy Evans, who's an extremely talented eating disorder dietitian and speaker in our field, who's actually located here in Cambridge. She partnered with a woman named Fiona Sutherland, who's the mindful dietitian, and has put out these body healing cards, which we all received as clinicians at that workshop. So one thing I do with patients when I see them on a daily basis, so when we were in the office, I would hand the deck to the patient, or if I was meeting with a patient and a parent or two parents, I would split the deck up and let them each choose some cards and sort of identify how they were feeling in that moment. Mm -hmm. Now with COVID, you know, we're coming out of it, but we, you know, have been having these extremely, you know, positive telehealth visits. I'll hold the cards up on the screen and ask the patient or the patient with their family to read the cards and say pass until they find one or two or three that resonate with them. And I have the card, so we could play that. I game love here. card games. Okay. <laughs> it's so, not a game, it's, it's important, but right. I love cards. Go ahead. And whenever I take these out, I sort of jokingly say, these are magic cards. Um, and they're not magic, but they sort of work like magic. So mm-hmm. I'm just going to hold these up. You don't have to read them. But whenever you find one or two that sort of resonate with you, just just tell me, and then we'll read them out loud so people can hear what, oh, sure. what they are. Okay. So I'll I'll just hold them here, and you can say pass until you feel like All right. Uh, again, uh, I'm, I'm looking at this for the first time. I'll say pass on that one. I love that one. Okay. I do indeed, and I have a thought about that. But All right. So I'll hold that one. Okay. So we're going through some cards. Yeah. Love that one as well. Oh, That's a see, big part and this is I what am. usually happens. It's usually the first couple that people mm-hmm. kind of in- initiate. Uh, pass on that one. All right. 
Hmm, that's fascinating. The the one you're holding up now. Uh, but I will pass okay. because it doesn't really apply nope. to me. I love that one. All right, so we have three, and usually okay. I stop at three. So I'm gonna read. I'm gonna read these out loud, or do you want to read them out loud? It's totally up. To your, it's your call. You're you're the dealer. So <laughs> so I'll read them out loud because what mm-hmm. I usually do in the session then when folks choose them is I read them out loud, and then in virtual sessions I offer that they take photos um, of them on their device that they're using, and mm-hmm. then I'll tell you more about why I asked them to do that. So the three cards you chose, the first one is all bodies are worthy of love, care, and respect. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Second one is self-care is never selfish. Mm. And the third, making peace with your body is one of the greatest gifts you can give yourself. So this is where in the session I'll say, okay, so you know, do you want to talk about, and you don't have to. I always say that to you, you don't have to, yeah. but why you might have chosen these. It's a, it, it, it's a very therapeutic approach because uh, those are the words that somebody might be thinking, but they haven't necessarily um, put them to, to paper exactly. or put them to, to the saying that is so, uh, so perfect on the card. I would just say the self-care one really uh, resonated with me. I'll just hold this one up so I can read it. Self-care is never selfish. It's, it's so true. You know, take care of yourself first, and then you can take care of others. True. And, and by being so selfless, sometimes you can be harming yourself Correct. if you're just too, too concerned with everybody else. So take, and, and I love the one about uh, bodies are worthy of love, care, and respect. We are so blessed to have bodies and uh, right. the miracle of life. We should take care of them and, and respect them and love them too. No matter what yeah. kind of body you have, you should be in love with it, I think. And to your point earlier, you know, you were saying people might have the thoughts. I think what you were saying is they might have the thoughts but not necessarily be utilizing them. And the reason I suggest then patients and families take pictures of these is to use in those moments when they're hard. So then they have it on their phone or they have it, you know, maybe on a computer and they can go back and read them when they're having a Yeah, the power time. of aphorism, right? Yeah, that that yeah. really does have impact. The other one that uh, you showed me that I liked was making peace with your body is one of the greatest gifts you can give yourself. I love the concept of a gift. It is a gift. As, as a positive, as a beautiful thing that you can nurture. And, and we've talked about this mm-hmm. in, before. That, that, these are wonderful. I, yeah. I look forward to uh, perhaps hearing from the uh, folks who designed yeah, these. Yeah, I can always ask Marcy and Fiona. They're, they're truly, they are truly pioneers and, you know, fabulous mentors in the field. And I can't say enough about how often I use these body healing cards and how often... I actually bought 25 decks of them when I took the, the course and gave them out to a number of patients at the time and have often suggested to patients they put in an order for a deck themselves and they come all the way from Australia and they do arrive. So thanks for playing that. That was That's a good game. Thank you for all that you brought to the podcast today. Yeah. This is just, as I like to say, no pun intended, a nugget. So <laughs> a little crumb maybe. Uh, and you're also uh, uh, causing me to get very hungry because you yeah, said that. I said I start... hungry. See? And so it's catching, right? It's so catching. we need to go eat lunch. We need to eat lunch and we need to uh, spread the good word that there is not only hope, but there's help. Uh, thank you so much, Robin, as always. Thank you, Jordan, for helping me with the NPRD. 
Thank you for joining us for the NPRD podcast with Robin Kivit. We invite you to subscribe, download, rate and review us and share this valuable podcast with friends and family. Help and hope is found here. For more, just go to robinkivit.com. That's R-O-B-Y-N-K-I-E-V-I-T.com. Or check out the NPRD.com. 